welcome back to the Joy for Ministry podcast. I am so glad you are here for our first topic episode. I am talking with my friend Rose about the highs and lows of ministry and how to balance that. You know, I talk a lot about being a newly married pastor's wife and how I was desperate for support and resources and just people that would speak into my life and tell me how to do ministry how to be a pastor's wife, how to thrive there. So I am excited that now I could talk with Rose and we get to give you some support and resources and information that can help you in your ministry journey. I think that you are going to enjoy today and be able to take a lot out of it. Stay tuned. Hi, Rose. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited about this discussion that we're having. Absolutely. And you actually came up with a title, Unknowingly. Mm -hmm. It was something you said. We talked about the highs and lows of ministry. And do you remember what you said? Thick skin, soft heart. That's right. And I'm sure I've heard that before, but when you said it, I was like, I love that. Yeah. And it's absolutely necessary for ministry. It is. I've been praying I've been praying that I would continue to develop that. Yes, because you want a soft heart in ministry. You want a soft heart towards people, towards the Lord. You certainly don't want to harden your heart. Correct. But yet you need a thick skin. You you can't let everything hurt you. You can't let every disappointment set in and then set you back. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, if I let that happen, then I would be in a fetal position in my closet right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so we want to talk today about um, the challenges that come with ministry, how we have the highs and lows, but how you can maintain a balance within yes. the highs and lows. Yes. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I am going to talk about to kick this off, I'm going to talk about one of my highs and lows events, and mm-hmm. we'll kind of dissect that. Yeah, that sounds good. So, very brief story. Um, my husband and I, it was our first church, we were in youth ministry, and we were doing a big event for the youth group, and I want to say I even thought I, I might have been pregnant with my first son, so newly pregnant pulling off this big event, and you know you, you do it right alongside with your husband. Um, it, it's him and I. Um, so the effort that we took to set this up, and it was days of work, set up yeah. this big event. I thought it was a great success. We did all those like gross, yeah. like fun youth games that you do. <laughs> of course. And there was, I'm sure there was like ketchup. Yes. You know, what do you drink? What do you put your face into? Exactly. That's exactly it. And, you know, it was, we were in somebody's backyard. They had this huge backyard, big in-ground pool. And we thought the night went very well. Uh, The next day we crashed. So um, I remember being exhausted the next day, but just so excited that Mm. the event went well. We, you know, great. Um, And then my husband gets an email and I can vividly remember where I was in the house as he's reading me this email Mm. and it was from one of our youth leaders 
who actually had a child at the event. And she went on to say how she was so disappointed in the event, mm. how it was um, the things that we did were gross as far as any of the, like the fun, you know, youth stuff that we tried to do, how, you know, she, it was a long email and it was very critical of the Mm. event. So I'm going from this high of thinking the event's a success to the next day, getting this scathing email. Yeah. And I remember looking at my husband and think and saying to him, I could never look her in the face again. Like, how do I, 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 how do I have a relationship with her? She's one of the youth leaders. And that was the beginning of me learning um, that balance of those high and low moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember my husband going to the senior pastor with it and he was like, you know, he said, you know what I do with that? I take something like that. It's like spaghetti, you throw it against the wall, you see what sticks, you take the 10% out of there that you can find and the rest you just you throw away and he really helped my husband process that um but what I struggled with was how do I run another event I don't want to be afraid of what somebody's going to say or somebody's going to think and um over the years I've had many of those highs and lows the highs of oh this went well and then you get a criticism or you get something bad happens um so that is one of the examples I have of um, my first high and low. And I want to kind of talk about some ways that back then I didn't have the tools to process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to get into that. But why don't you talk about one of your highs and lows and then we can dissect it together. Yeah. I think some of my highs usually come along with um, leading worship. I like I. I love the opportunity to lead worship. I love it. Um, there's just something that really like um, feels very connected to the Lord when I'm leading worship and when I'm working with a team of people that I just really admire and respect. And um, so I love working with other musicians. I love, again, mentoring and discipling them and like seeing them along their spiritual journey and pray, mm-hmm. praying with them and, and then getting to a Sunday morning and being able to lead worship and be with our church family, worshiping the Lord. There's just an incredible, uh, incredible moment in that. Like just, mm-hmm. um, I've always prayed that, especially in those moments um, that God would just really give me his heart for his people and so that I could feel his love for his people and experience his love and his desire and his vision for his, for his family, his people, his children, his church. And so that's always been a really phenomenal op- opportunities that I've been very honored to be a part of. And I think like, especially like a Christmas Eve when there's just so many families together celebrating or an Easter, like leading Easter services yes. have been some of the best like highs in ministry to me. Um, but then like so often they are coupled with like real quick lows, like, you know, something, someone criticizes a part of the service, like why in the Mm. world would you have that in the service? And you're like, wait, what? Um, or the worst was like right after a situation, like right after leading worship and like, I felt like everything went well with the team and everything like that. And then a team member quit and left the church. I was like, 
<laughs> oh no. And I just felt so devastated. Like what had I done that, mm. um, or what had, you know, we as leaders collectively done that that person quit and can we talk about it? And, you know, so then it was a process of talking with the person and figuring out why they were leaving. Right. And um, it was just so, so hurtful, um, especially coming after like such a beautiful, right. like, but we led worship together, like yes. what in the world? Um, and you and get, so like, on those big events, you have like that, that excitement, that adrenaline, adrenaline rush. And, you know, even not necessarily even on a big event, but something, you know, after church, you're like, oh, this, we're doing so great. Like we're seeing people change and then something like that happens and it tends to wash completely over you. Yeah. I don't know for you, and I'm sure it could be like this for some people, some people not, but then all of a sudden it takes that turn of like, oh, we're failing. Like I go from like, we're on top of the world to, oh, we're failing at something. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like so quick went from like, so awesome to so terrible. Everything is awful. So you go from the singing the everything is awesome song to everything is awful. Exactly. Everything's not awesome. Like so quickly, like split second. Yeah. It's, it's that frustrating, um, like drop that adrenaline and then the, and then the drop. And it is very hard. Yeah. Oftentimes I think our husbands are better, much better at that even I know sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll say to my husband, you know, I'm, I'm failing. And he just like looks at me like, you got it. You have to roll with it a little bit more. So that's he a always, struggle for me, not so much the husband's. No, I know my husband too. He's so much easier with it and he's not as offended or hurt or upset. And he's always like, Hey, we got to, you know what? Yes, we have to process it if we're able to process it with the person and if they're willing to speak with us. Absolutely. We need to learn from it. We need to shepherd them and care for them. Absolutely. He's like, but Sunday's coming. We got to keep moving. Mm. And I was like, what? Where I'm just like, the world needs to stop now. And he's like, it doesn't stop. We don't have that luxury. Sunday's coming. We got to move. Yes. Which, you know, it's, it's funny how I think sometimes God pairs us with that, that good balance for us. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can totally relate to um, just what you were saying about, you know, you, you have an event, you're excited, and you get that punch to the gut sometimes. So let's just talk a few minutes. I know that, you know, we've both been in ministry for many years now. Um, let's just talk about some ways that we have learned over time, because it has gotten easier yes. to balance these things. So... Some things that I do in order to balance this is I recognize that there are going to be highs and lows. Mm-hmm. I know what I, there's something that I'm excited about, that there is going to be a low, but yeah. I still want to purposefully celebrate the highs. Yes. Because in the highs, God, you know, God is working. God is doing something. ministry and be so um, rewarding and exciting and fruitful. And if you're always looking over your shoulder for when is the shoe going to fall, then you're right. missing out on the such exciting parts. Yes. So something I try to do, I'm not 
always great at it, but I like to celebrate the highs in the moment. Um, I love that. How do you do it? <laughs> it's so funny that you said that because when I was talking to Jason about this, I said to him, like, you know, something you do is celebrate the highs. And he's like, okay, how do you do that? And I was like, um, <laughs> um, I celebrate the highs by, um, by enjoying them, mm. by, by seeing that there's, there's something that the Lord has, has given us, has shown us. Um, I let myself get excited. So we have a big event at church and, you know, something goes really well and we see people baptized and people coming to the Lord, or it might just be a really fun event where I've made a friend, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be a, a super spiritual thing, but I, uh, many times over the years, I, I would be skeptical about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, somebody's not going to like it or something, you know, this person isn't going to want to be my friend or whatever. Um, I have learned that I ha there's this part of me that's a bit critical or skeptical when things are going well. So what I try to do is just balance that by, by putting that aside and enjoying mm. those moments of excitement and saying, and thanking the Lord for them. I Something, like that. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I haven't mastered it. Like there being are in times, the moment. Yes. Yeah. Being in the moment, celebrating the highs, um, recognizing there will be lows. Yes. Something else that I do. Um, is I always like to have my why in front of me. Hmm. For me, I found that to be very important to know my why, why I'm doing this. And so that when those lows come, I have my eye fixed on my why. Yeah. Um, my, my why, I always relate to, to the verses about being poured out like a drink offering. Um, mm. Philippians two says, even if I'm being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I'm glad and rejoice with all of you. Um, and then in second Timothy, it says for, I'm already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my, my departure is at hand. I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've kept the faith. Mm. So for me, I always want to have my why in front of me so that when those lows come, I cannot get too discouraged because I have my eye on the prize and I say, this is why I'm doing it. I like that a lot. Yeah. So it's funny because when I was um, talking to Jason about this, my husband, he said, how do you do that in the middle of a low? And hmm. I was like, thanks a lot for really making me think. Like, <laughs> but I really started to think what, when I'm in the middle of a low, um, a lot of times I walk away, mm -hmm. I'll put aside that, um, you know, that looking back at that youth event, I needed to walk away from that email. Right. I responded in the moment. Oh boy. Right. Bad, right? Right. Walking away was a wise choice. Yes. So that's something I've learned to do is walk away, find people, you know, for me, it's my sister's, um, they have nothing to do with my ministry and we can go out and talk about, there's times I purposefully just don't talk about something that has hurt me or bothered me mm -hmm. and just go out and have fun. Yeah. That's um, good. And yeah. It's a separation. Mm -hmm. And the last thing I do um, is counseling. I have 
done counseling that has helped me process and look at things differently. Um, you know, I even thinking back, um, you know, Jason challenged me to think of a time when I did it well, when there was mm-hmm. a high and a low when I did it well. And um, there was a certain thing that had transpired, transpired um, in church. This was several years ago. And there was friction in a relationship. And mm-hmm. I'd actually gone to a counselor about it. She was a pastor's wife. That's amazing. And oh, I love her. She, she really, you know, I remember her saying at the time, now, would you go to this person and talk to her? And I looked at her, I said, never, I would never go to this person and talk to her. <laughs> and um, so I saw this person at the event. There was a very awkward tension. Mm. And I remember saying, you know, this is, this is my turning point moment. What am I going to do? Yep. I walked right up to that person and I said, can we meet? Mm. And we met and we talked and something that could have been a huge issue for both of us was a non-issue because we, we talked, we put it out there on the table and we agreed that, you know, we were going to not let this be something that hurts, hurt our ministry. Um, and so those are the things that I do. Yeah, it really was amazing. It was a God, definitely a God moment for sure. Like his restorative power and reconciliation. Like that's beautiful. And, and what happens is, you know, I never would have done that when we were first in ministry, like the Lord, you know, that was a process I had gone through, but that took away any kind of power for damage in our ministry, like that took away the, um, you know, it's the enemy really could have come in and attacked, but confronting that was a beautiful thing because it became a non-issue. And so that was something that actually counseling had really helped me through. Hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So like you have different, almost different levels, like for things that are smaller issues, you have a certain way of handling it. And then like deeper, right? The deeper the issue, the harder the issue. And then you approach it with a different tool. Like counseling is a, counseling is a phenomenal option, but you need that for certain situations. Not, not always every situation, but for some situations for sure. Definitely. It was an added bonus to find this woman who was a, a pastor's wife at the time. I didn't know it. Um, and she was just phenomenal and in, in helping me process this. And um, it really has been something that has been amazing. Um, so those are my things. Celebrate the highs while recognizing there will be lows. Always have your why before you, why you're doing this. When the lows come in to attack you, you have it in front of you. Mm. Um, walk away if you need to and have people that you know, you can just have fun with and counseling. I think those are brilliant. Those are really good. I love those. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so what about you? Yeah. I mean, I think just the power of recognizing the highs and lows is, is calling it out is really powerful. Um, It prepares you and then it also frees you so that you can just release either one of those, like, okay, this is really wonderful. It's this wonderful experience. It's a high, but it's not always going to be like that. And just that, that, um, honesty and it is a wonderful gift. Um, I, I too, we, I too love celebrating the highs. Um, we write them down now. It, 
it, we write them down in different fashions, but sometimes it'll be journaling for me. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I, I love journaling. Um, but sometimes for our family, if it's a, especially something that our whole family can partake in and information that our whole family can know, we, um, I actually cu- took a piece of brown paper and I covered our entire door, uh, in our house and we have wow. um, some Sharpie markers and we just write down like what God has done. So like, what are we thanking God for? What are the very clear miracles that he has done? What are the moments that we have just been praising him for? And then our kids took it a step further and they're writing down answers to prayer that haven't occurred yet. And oh. so they're like, we're praising God now that he will answer this prayer someday. And I was oh, like, that's I incredible. That, that your kids came up with that. Yeah. Uh, and then then the beautiful thing about, about it being on your door, one of the doors in your house, is that every time you walk by that door, you see all these answers to prayer. So it's really beautiful because then when you experience a low, you just literally walk over to the door and you're like, yes, but God has done this, 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 wow. this, and this. And so we know that he is at work in the here and now too, when even in the midst of this difficult moment. So um I think writing down the answers to prayer, especially, you know, for us, um, he, we could see the answers to prayer, even in how he brought us to where we are now. And Mm. we wrote that some of those things down on that door. And then whenever we have a discouraging time here, Mm. we can look, but yes, but God very clearly wants us here. And these are the beautiful things that he did to get us here. These are the beautiful things he's done here. And so when it gets discouraging, we can look back at the positives. So that's, it's a way to celebrate it, but it's a way to use it um, when Uh, you get discouraged. I absolutely love that. I'm stealing that. I'm, I'm stealing that one. I'm sure I took it from someone else. That's not my (laughs) idea. (laughs) I'm sure someone came up with it somewhere, but yes, steal it. Great (laughs) idea. And it's fun too, because the whole family can be involved and, you know, at different levels. And right. And I love that. Some things are you, legible and some aren't. <laughs> yeah. But I love that, that you could say, okay, this dis- I, we are having this discouraging moment. Oh, we can look and see this is what God has done to get us here. Yeah. And it, it, it makes, it takes away that power of that discouragement. Yes, it does. Exactly. And it's a modern day Ebenezer, you know, all throughout mm-hmm. the old Testament, God always said, build an altar now, right now, here, gather rocks, stack them up so that you will remember, this is when I brought you through. I walked you through the Jordan River. This is when I, you know, this is when I uh, opened the seas and you walked on dry ground and the Egyptian army died. Mm. Like, this is what I did here. This is what I did here. And that he would always encourage his people to build an altar there and as a, as a remembrance. And so it's like a modern day altar of remembrance. Like this is, this is look at what the Lord has done. Right. And, and we will, and he always says, do not forget. And we always forget. We tend to forget what we should remember and we remember what we should forget. And so that's a Mark Batterson quote. I can't own that. I would love to own that, but that is not mine. So (laughs) plagiarism at its best. (laughs) In our previous podcast, which you guys wouldn't know, but we were talking about Mark Batterson and Mm -hmm. yeah, he's our favorite authors. He is one of my favorite authors, Joyce too. So Mark Batterson says, we always remember what we should forget and we forget what we should remember, but writing it down, especially in a public place in your house helps your whole family to remember what God has done. And then when the lows come, it's part of your why. Like and I this love is, to, you know, it's so easy to sometimes say, well, when we get to this point, yes. then X, Y, Z, but that this puts you in the now, 
Like look yes. what God is doing now. Look what he has done to bring us here. And you're, you're building these things so that you can look back instead of saying one day or when we get to this point, then we'll be able to be used of God. No, he's using you now. He can use you now. Yes. Yeah, I, um, a friend of mine showed me a sign in their house that said, those were the days and so are these. Oh. And um, just that concept of like, yes, that was good and it will be good. And this is too. Even if it's totally hard right now, God is doing something beautiful in the midst. And so just remembering like, these are the days and they will be the days. And just to celebrate like you were saying, celebrate the here and now. Celebrate now. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so good. Um, anything else that you have? I think sometimes um, I I love to remember like vivid moments in my walk with God. And again, journaling help, helps with that, recording it in some form, whether it's like mm. on notes on your phone or in an actual physical journal or video or whatever. But one of the moments to me that was so, we were at a very, very desperate place in our ministry and it was just an absolutely heartbreaking season on so many levels. Um, yeah, just, I, I, you know, that's for a whole nother podcast and maybe a book at some point, but it was a really, really dark season of our lives and a dark season of ministry. And I was crying in the room that I wanted to be our next child's room, but I had had a miscarriage. And so we had one of our children and I had just had a miscarriage and I was crying in this room and just so devastated that I had had this miscarriage and so devastated that so many things were going wrong in ministry and just Mm. such a hard, hard season of our lives. I had some other health issues. We had some family members who had passed and we had just, it was horrible. And um, I remember crying and weeping and just saying, God, like, can you please just get us out of ministry? Just remove Mm. something. Just take us out of ministry and just, can you just give my husband a job at NBC? Cause he's into all the production stuff. Just give him Mm. a job at whatever, you know, broadcasting station. And, and um, very clearly I heard God answer and say to me, do not be Job's wife. Do not call your husband to curse God and die because essentially I have called him to this ministry. I have set him apart for what he is doing and he is, I'm using him to build my kingdom and to shape lives that you know nothing about. Mm. And so if you him to step out, he would do that out of love for you, but it would, it would kill his soul because I have uniquely designed him to thrive in serving me. And I just remember being so shocked, first of all, that I heard the audible voice of God. Secondly, that he like was so specific. And I hold on to that memory because when it gets hard now, I can just hold on to that being like, I know God has called us to this. I know it. And at this point, it's a choice of obedience and in obedience to him comes so much beauty, like, because I've been able to see it. And I've seen how God has used my husband. He's used both of us. He's used me in different ways. He's used our children in different ways. And I I need to hold on to those good things because there's our times when it's hard, 
And I keep saying like, are we meant to be here? No, we are meant to be here because I know he has called us. I know he has set us specifically for this role and we need to continue for his sake, for the sake of his glory, for the sake of his kingdom and for the sake as, for as many lives as can come to know Jesus through the small things we're doing in church. The more people to know Jesus, the better. And so that's why we keep going. That's so good. I love that. I love that. And I love that you have that moment with the Lord where, where he spoke that to you and you can look back on that. Yeah. And I don't always hear God audibly and maybe, you know, maybe other people have never heard God or maybe some people hear him all the time. We all have a different relationship with the Lord, but I, one thing that I've been asking and praying is like, God, I want to see you. I want to hear you. I want to experience you. I want to learn. Like, as I open up my Bible, like speak to me as I interact with other humans, help me to see you and understand your love for them. And, um, just that refreshment of him pushing us forward has made all the difference. That's awesome. Well, that is so good. Um, anything else that you want to close with? that you do to balance out the highs and lows? Yeah. Sometimes I just go to bed. You know, when you have a really bad low and it's just a really bad day, just call it a day and go to bed. Yes. You did say <laughs> one other thing. Sometimes you just thing. have to do the obvious. Do you remember? The, do you remember? You said the other thing that you do, go to bed. And then also I don't remember. Jim Gaffigan. Again. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, laughing is so good because we're la- we're currently laughing now. Laughter is so good. Yes, we've talked about some of these things personally. And so, yes, I go to bed. I just sleep it off. I wake up the next morning and I read my Bible and I'm like, oh, okay. Things are so much better the next yes. day. It's amazing what sleep, coffee, and your Bible can do. Yep. Um, and then sometimes, yes, I just like turn turn everything else off and watch a funny comedian and just laugh because yes. laughter is so refreshing. Yes. And then you're like, okay, this is not so bad. It really That's is right. okay. You know, it's sometimes so um, true. highs and lows at some point, we'll probably, we'll probably talk about other people at some point and like how to handle other people in ministry. But, um, you know, in ministry, we are very often the wall that people are throwing things at yes. and they're projecting all sorts of junk onto us. And we have got to learn to let it go. Hence the thick skin, soft heart. And so letting go is a process. And, but that is an important aspect. It it really is true. So thick skin, soft heart. Um, If you have any comments or anything to add to that, you know what, just email us joyforministry at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and how you, what are some of the things that you do um, to balance the highs and lows of ministry. And um, you can find us on Facebook, um, Instagram, or joyforministry.com. Um, something else, you know, you can always send in prayer requests. Um, but something else that we, I just want to highlight is Rose and I want to be honest about, about ministry, ministry while loving it and showing how you can thrive there. Yes. So we absolutely to have many more of these discussions. The topics are endless. Endless. And if you have topic ideas, send them in. Yes, we would love that. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Rose, for joining me. Until next time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Joy. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you enjoyed today and were encouraged. Come again next week. I get to interview my good friend, Amy James. I know you will be inspired and encouraged. So check us out next week. Also, check out our website, joyforministry.com. You can leave a prayer request. You can find resources. Share us. Share the podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes. I'd love for you to rate us and subscribe. See you next week.